Hello everyone, welcome back to the spooky side of this podcast. Today we'll be talking about the tales of black-eyed children and towards the end of this episode, talking about a paranormal experience I had a few years back. Today's crystal of the day is white jade. This crystal is here to help you with goal setting, future manifestations, or actions you may want to take in your life really helps you focus on how to get there. I picked this one because it actually ties into the moon phase of the day I'm recording this. It is currently waxing crescent moon, which means it's a great time to set intentions for what you want in the future, gives you motivation, attracts what you want in your life, and helps with manifestation. All right, before we jump in, I'm going to sage the room because the topics we are going to be talking about are pretty dark. It's a stormy night, and at two in the morning, you wake up to hearing a knock at your door. You get up wondering, why would someone be knocking at the door at this hour? Confused and slightly scared, you get up and look out the people. You see two small children looking down, waiting for the door to answer. Kids? You open the door to see a small boy looking at his shoes and a slightly taller girl with long hair covering most of her face. The girl asks, Hello, we are lost and need to call our mom. Can we come in? She sounds around 10 years old. Terrified and worried for these children, you say. Of course, our house phone is right in the kitchen. I'll grab you something warm to drink. The two children slowly step in, still having their heads down. Thinking, it's a little strange, but also assuming they're probably just scared to be in a stranger's home. You walk the two children into the kitchen and hand them the phone. Suddenly, you start getting a throbbing headache and feeling pretty nauseous. You look at the girl's hands as she grabs the phone from you. Her hand is so pale, it almost looks grayish. Oh my God, you must be freezing. Let me make you that cocoa right now. And you turn around and start whisking up some hot chocolate but you're still feeling sick. Not focused on the kids, just trying to make this cocoa without passing out. As you turn around, holding the two hot mugs, you see the phone on the floor. Confused, you walk back around to the living room. Kids, I have your cocoa. Is everything okay? Looking into the living room, nothing. No kids there. You are so confused, wondering, was I sleepwalking? Did I just dream that whole situation? We used your bathroom. A small little boy voice says behind you. You turn around to see the two kids walking from the dark hallway into the living room. Slowly emerging from the dark, you see their faces now. Their skin so pale, it's almost glowing in the dark hallway. But 
you can't see their eyes. They look up at you and you're horrified. The children's eyes are black, pitch black. Even the skin surrounding their eyes are black. No whites of their eyes at all. You end up dropping the mug, splattering and breaking on the floor. You scream. You start slowly walking away from the two children. If they even were children, they look dead, zombie-like, demonic. Our mom's here. They quickly walk out the front door, leaving it wide open. After that, the power fizzes out. Beyond terrified, you rush to the door and lock it. Turn on your phone flashlight and notice something dripping on your fingers. Blood. It's your nose. It's bleeding excessively now. You don't know what just happened, but you hope to never, ever meet those kids again. Black-eyed children. Now that is a common short story of how most encounters with these scary children go. This quote-unquote legend, um, I say quote-unquote because is it bad to think I actually think they're real? Um, But it's something I've been fascinated with for quite some time. The stories and information I've heard about them is so interesting and definitely really freaks me out. Um, The history into these haunting children go into the 1990s, so not that long ago. When these reports and stories started popping up about people's encounters and sightings with these black-eyed children. I read somewhere that it was even in the newspaper at one point and on the news. Um, But yeah, so that's scary. And a lot of the reports of people say that their outfits are very early 90s vibe. Um, Like one story had said that they had like a bowl cut hair, um, like a bowl cut haircut, you know what I'm talking about? Um, so, but these children usually come in the set of two with the age of anywhere between five, 12 to 13, wearing simple yet rugged, outdated clothing and pale skin. When you first come into contact with one, they'll be looking down to hide their huge, dark, black eyes. You can't see any whites of their eyes. It's all dark. These black-eyed children walk around or knocking, coming up to car windows or your front doorstep, asking, Can we come in? We're lost. Have nowhere to go. Can you help us? Now, a lot of the time, feet. People feel compelled into helping them, almost feeling like they're in a trance. The weird thing is no one knows exactly what they are or what they want. They just say they're lost and looking for their parents. And after you notice their black eyes, they leave. Not one story or encounter I've read of these black-eyed children have wanted anything they'll never be like we want money or we want your soul or anything like that they always just come in show you their black eyes and then leave people have theorized that they could be demonic entities 
Some say they're a form of aliens just trying to, like, E.T. phone home. Um, The most intriguing thing to me about them, though, is the fact that they always have to ask to make sure they can come into your space. It's like they need permission before entering in. And I don't know about you guys, but that reminds me a lot of vampires. (laughs) Um, But... Also, a demonic entity always has to be invited in. Also, a lot of entities will take a form of a child to trick you into thinking they're good. So hearing the theory definitely makes a lot of sense to me. But they could be vampires too. Who knows? But a little far off. (laughs) Um, But on the alien side of things, the reason people feel this way is because their skin is so pale, it almost looks gray. They're always trying to find a way back home. Their eyes are so dark, it almost seems out of this world. See what I did there? (laughs) Um, But if you do make the mistake into letting them in, bad things will start to happen. The most common bad experiences people have after letting them in is bloody noses, extreme migraines, dizziness, power outage, death, nausea, or even unexplained radioactive poisoning. Like this one guy got extreme, an extreme form of skin cancer after just seeing them within a couple days. So pretty insane. Um, But if you don't let them in, their mood changes drastically. They become violent and try to persuade you or guilt trip you into letting them in unless you escape from them. A lot of the time you feel that they're innocent until you let them into your space. Something starts to feel off or weird. I mean, you shrug it off because they're just kids, right? But there are plenty of accounts and reports of black-eyed children, and it continues to grow every single year. There's actually a movie on this legend. It came out in 2015 called Black Eyed Children Let Me In. Have you seen one of these horrifying children? What do you think they are? Vampires? Aliens? Demonic entities? And now, I am finally sharing one of my own paranormal experiences. Like I've said in the last spooky episode, I've always had a fascination with the paranormal. Um, It was during 2018, I was living in the rental house with my family. This house had plenty of paranormal activity, and this story takes place on Halloween night. I wrote my experience in a story form because I feel like it would be a little bit more exciting to listen to so i hope you guys enjoy october 31st 2018 it was cold but a pretty clear day my friends were going to come over later that day to just dress up and hang out a little bit i picked up one of my friends i'll call her ivy for the sake of this story ivy and i drove to the spirit store to see if there's any Fun last-minute things we could get. As we're walking around, I see a Ouija board. Now, I know what you're thinking. Kaylee, don't 
pick that thing up. But I did. I checked the price tag. It was a little more expensive than what I thought it would be. Buying one of these is something I've definitely thought about for a while. I wanted to get one to communicate with whatever was messing with me in the rental house. Ivy was nervous but urged me to do it. I bought the Ouija board, was so scared, but also very excited. I've watched plenty of YouTube videos before on these boards and they're legit, super legit. I knew all the basic rules like not to play it alone, don't play it in a graveyard, and never take your hands off the board. Ivy and I headed back to the car to check out the board. We opened the box and everything was normal. We decided to try it and play it in the parking lot. Nothing happened. Later that day, my friend Lexi joins us. We grab some Dutch and then play it again in a parking lot that was empty. Again, nothing happened. Later on, our other friend shows up, Bella. All of us are chilling in my room when I decide to break out the Ouija board for all of us to play. It was finally time. It was time to see and try to communicate with whoever had been trying to haunt me. We had to be quiet, though, because I knew my family didn't like Ouija boards. You circle around the board three times with a planchette and ask, does anyone want to communicate with us? The planchette doesn't move. I ask again. And then there's a sudden pull from the planchette. I look at my friend's fingers and they're all barely touching it. So there's no way they could move it or try and mess with me. And the way it moved felt magnetic. It didn't feel like someone was moving it. Like it had a force of its own. The planchette point points to yes. But it isn't actually on the letters yes. Weirdly. I ask, what's your name? No movement. After a couple of moments and asking a few more questions, nothing else happens. Mind you, I was the only one asking questions. I could tell my friends were getting bored and maybe it didn't want to talk. So we said goodbye and put the board away. I slid it deep under my bed, hoping no one would see it later in my room. I suddenly get really hot. And again, it's in October. And I start looking to see if anyone else is hot. And they're just chilling. I feel so hot that I start sweating and I ask my friends, are you guys hot in here? They look confused and say no. Ivy points out that my face is getting red. I'm so hot, I end up taking my sweatshirt off. It wasn't a thick sweatshirt either. It was like a crew neck style. It was pretty thin. As I'm sitting there in my bra trying to cool down, I can't. I start feeling extremely dizzy. I get some water and just try and chill out. They're all minding their business and eventually I'm feeling better. So I put my sweatshirt back on and we all just chill, hang out. They leave around 12. After they left, I decided to get changed and go to bed. I do my normal night routine, wash my face, put my pajamas on, you know. 
as I'm laying in bed watching some YouTube videos, I start hear start to hear talking. Very quiet talking. I pause my video to try and hear it better, thinking maybe it's my brother or parents up. Then I realize something terrifying. The quiet whisper is talking and it's coming from underneath my bed. So terrified, I can't move. I lay there in the dark with my eyes open, frozen in fear, thinking to myself, that's where the Ouija board is. But I still can't make out what it's saying. I get hot again, but this time it wasn't me. It was the mattress. It started to get warmer and warmer. So hot that I thought it was going to burn my skin. I get out of bed as quickly as possible and run to the bathroom and I start praying as hard as I could and apologize for what I have done and messed with. I'm crying at this point. I hid in the bathroom for a long time. I watched YouTube videos, scrolled on Instagram, just trying to find any distraction to calm me again. After about an hour, my legs numb from sitting, I slowly creep back into my room. It was silent. No quiet talking, and the room didn't feel hot anymore. Then I grab some courage and look underneath my bed. I saw the board. It was open with the planchette on top. Definitely not how I left it. I reached for it and put it away properly again. I never fell asleep that night. I kept hearing weird noises and footsteps. I watched the sun come up and swore to myself I would never play a Ouija board again. Now, guys, that is my one of my top paranormal experiences that I've had. Again, like I said, they are crazy and they're a lot. So you can believe me. You can think that this is stupid and not believe me at all but I know what I experienced and I know what happened to me was real and I couldn't find too much information on why I was getting hot and why even the bed was getting hot um I knew it was from coming that energy was coming from the board underneath my bed making the bed and me hot um and definitely when you use a Ouija board it uses your own energy so it makes a lot of sense on why I personally got hot like sweating so I strongly strongly advise you never to play with one they can be extremely dangerous dark spirits can crumb across the board and act like they're good and innocent they could know every detail about a person making you believe it's that someone who's passed away, but it's actually something evil and dark entering in. So, yeah, I I strongly advise against Ouija boards. They are not, and especially during Halloween, you guys, we just don't need to be bringing that energy into 2020. Okay, we need to leave all of that. Um no 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 we're not bringing that into 2020 people we already have a lot going on so 
yeah, that is my story. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. And what do you guys think about the Black Eyed Children? Um, there's definitely lots of YouTube videos. And obviously, there's that movie in 2015 you could always go and check out and watch to get more of a better idea or description of them. Do you think they're real? Um, and what do you think about my paranormal experience? And is there any insight that you know that could help me understand why why that happened to me? Um, so definitely DM me on Instagram if you know something or know why that could have possibly happened. I don't really have too much of an explanation as to why. But I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And again, if you ever want to submit your own paranormal experience, it can be anonymous or I can include your name. Totally, totally up to you. Um, if you ever want to share that, definitely DM me on Instagram at the open minded podcast or if it's a lengthier one you can definitely send me an email of your story it's the open up minded podcast one just like the number one one at gmail.com um both of those are also in the bio of this podcast so if you ever get confused or just want to look at it again it's right there and yeah Alright guys, I hope you had a great night and also I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for, I'm not going to make this ending too long, I'm sorry. Um, I just want to say thank you guys so much for all the support and the likes and the follows and responding to any questions or anything I post on my stories about the Open Minded Podcast, and I just want to say thank you guys so much for just tuning in and downloading these episodes, and it really, really means a lot to me, and I really hope you guys are enjoying the content I'm putting out so far. If you have any, have any suggestions, definitely let me know, but all right, guys, that is the end of this spooky episode. Stay away from black-eyed children, stay away from Ouija boards, and have a good night.